Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am so excited today because I have an opportunity to chat with a, a an old new friend, Samantha Shanks. So I got to meet Samantha this year at our favorite two-to-one conference, which we talk about all the time. And she was a young, intelligent, driven, bubbly keynote speaker. Um, and I was being so inspired. And all of a sudden, I realized as she was talking about Pinterest that, oh, my goodness, this is one of my favorite Pinterest people. And I've seen her in real life, like, I've been saving Samantha's pins on my boards forever. So um, Samantha is a wealth of resources and a very young person. So she is rocking things and she's, you know, like, like still so young. Okay. Anyway, Samantha Shank, would you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your homeschool journey? So hello, I'm Samantha. I was homeschooled from grades four through 12. Um, in third grade, I realized the public system was not working for me. And at the time, both of my parents were working full time. And then they also had a side business. So we had absolutely nothing going on in the house. <laughs> but my parents were, um, I'm not saying this was with all public schools, but my parents were kind of getting tired of the system that we had. And they decided to homeschool me. And it ended up working out really well each year. It was kind of a reevaluation of, do we really want to homeschool or would you like to go back to public school? And two of my sisters did end up going back in high school, but I liked the flexibility of homeschooling. It really worked out for me and my schedule. And I started my business and my blog when I was 14 years old. And then throughout high school, I was able to attend networking meetings and speak in schools during times when I should have been in school myself. So just that flexibility of having like my schedule completely clear in the mornings and afternoons, um, that's why I continued homeschooling and I loved it. Well, so for you, homeschooling all the way through high school allowed you to really develop some gifts that God gave you and explore your interests. And uh, so let's just introduce what you do now, because you started being a young entrepreneur, like and your parents let you run with it. Uh, so what does that look like now? Um, so my business is called Learn in Color LLC, and I create curriculum supplements. And they're adorable. <laughs> Yeah, they're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be honest. Homeschooling is hard. And so for me, I was coming. So what happened, how this all started was um, in fourth grade, I discovered World War II and the Holocaust. And I became kind of obsessed with it. And it really started my love of history. And I really wanted a, like an outlet. I needed an outlet to share my passions with others. And I'm like, okay, I'll start a blog. I did not know anything about blogging. It was some old, ugly, neon green uh, blogger blog. But I realized from that, I started to gain an audience. And I had um, homeschool parents specifically saying, oh my gosh, we actually watched one of the movies you recommended and I loved it. And I realized there was this huge niche available of homeschooling history in a hands-on fun way that engaged students and that parents and teachers love to teach. And then that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> Yeah. And so it developed into learning color. So you can find Samantha's resources there and they are marvelous. So what I'd like to talk about today is the way you developed interests through high school, because parents can pick up on this and teens can too, and develop these ideas for themselves. So just give us some examples of how exploring interests looked for you in high school. Um, I'm always, I've always loved reading and from reading um, 
it really started when, back when I was at elementary school. I would come across a line about Denmark, Sweden, um, something, some rare food in China. And I would be like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. I want to learn more about it. And that often led into so many different rabbit trails of learning. And I feel like you can't get that in a traditional public school setting because you have to stick to the curriculum. But in homeschooling, since we were able to finish our curriculum within a few hours, we had the entire rest of the day to learn whatever we wanted to learn. And for me, back when I was younger, um, it started with history. But then as I got older, it became entrepreneurship. And because I didn't really know what I wanted to be at that time, but I really loved the idea of entrepreneurship. I was running with it completely. I was always Googling um, business tricks, marketing tips, all this kind of stuff. I was meeting with um, local business owners because Elkhart County, where I'm from, um, it has a really large business population with uh, RV manufacturing. And oh. so I was able to meet a lot of people through that. And so I was just taking advantage of all of the different resources that I had to get started. And so one of the things I'm passionate about and what I love is whatever your kid is interested in, even if it might seem silly like history, just run with it because you never know what that will lead to. So how did your parents engage in that? Did they, you know, if you said, hey, this is really cool, I, I want to learn more about it. Did they just say, okay, go, go do some Googling or, or did they say, no, you've got to go do your rest of your curriculum? Like, how did they handle you being curious about things? Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but my parents are very trusting of me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, I'm the oldest of five. And so I realized that my parents have a lot on their schedule. And so they were really like, Samantha, we trust you. <laughs> and they're like, you can like, we'll be supportive. We'll drive you wherever you need to be. We'll offer tips, but you can go do whatever. <laughs> but I honestly don't even know if they know what I do now. Like they don't understand the concept of a blog. <laughs> but they're super supportive in terms of like anything that I need that they're there for me. So really what they did is, is they believed in you and they trusted that you would be responsible with your curiosity and, and explore interest and develop yourself. And um, they didn't need to hover or be like helicopter parents. Yeah. Um, so my, their first experience with homeschooling was one of my younger sisters in kindergarten. And she was super self-disciplined. And she basically homeschooled herself. And my parents worked both full time. Um, my mom was a hairstylist and she would bring my sister to work and Lily would do her um, schoolwork in the lobby. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just something that we've always just had in us. And that doesn't work for everybody. It just happened to work for us. And that's what I like about homeschooling is no matter how your children are, you can adapt to fit them. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that we say is so important for everyone to know that there's not one right way to homeschool. And sometimes homeschooling looks like you take your kid to work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it looks like they, if they're self-directed kids, they can manage a lot of their own independent learning. And sometimes it means the kids want to go to regular school and you let them do that too. Exactly. Yeah. So when, when you became interested in history, how did you get the idea to lean into a blog? I mean, you were a little kid. I mean, <laughs> how did you even come up with that? So I was learning about all of these like stories. And so when I first learned about World War II, I had all of these questions about like, why did it happen? Um, where did it happen? When did it happen? Um, at the time, I had just gotten out of the public school system. And I swear we never talked about Europe. And I had absolutely no idea what Europe was. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like super curious about all of these different things. And in my textbook, I had read a, like, they had a small paragraph about World War II. And it didn't tell me anything. And it just left me with more questions. 
And as I began researching it, I came across all these stories of amazing, courageous people. And I thought, why aren't these stories being told? And so that's kind of what the blog was for, was my outlet for me. I wanted to get out and share these stories with the world. And it's interesting because I didn't know what search engine optimization was, SEO. But a lot of my first blog posts actually rank really well in Google for like certain World War II heroes because there's not that much written about them. But they're like popular enough that people are Googling them, apparently. <laughs> and so like that's just kind of what my mission was, to share like all these stories with others. And that's what is still like a huge mission and part of my blog is. It's history education. So, so the, yeah, you really, you are a determined person. And so if you get an idea, you know, just by your personality, you're going to explore that. But I, I, I curious about the chutzpah or, or, or courage to share that. Like, did your parents say, Hey, yeah, just run with it. Or did they say, Whoa, girl, you got, you got to slow down. Like how, how they managed. That enthusiasm of your youth there. Um, I think they appreciated it. Like, like I said, they don't really, they didn't really understand what a blog is, and I still don't yeah. think they understand what a blog is. Um, my parents aren't really even on Facebook, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then a couple years into it, I got connected with like Kid Blogger Network, and that's how I met a lot of people, like inspiring, amazing women who are making like a full time income with their blog. And I'm like, uh, hey, I can do this too. So throughout um, high school, that was my goal was to graduate debt free um, from college. And that's what I was able to do. And that was mainly because of my business and scholarships. Okay, so let's let's lean into that. So you, you're you're going to high school and you're really having success, like developing interests and your parents are letting you run with it. How did you develop your transcript in high school so that you were college attractive? Like, what did you do to show? your academics and your interest and your entrepreneurship and all that. So give, give us your real life example. Um, so one thing I wish I would have done differently in my homeschool journey was I wish I would have taken college more seriously. Um, I only <laughs> applied to one college. It was just a local Christian college that I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I didn't really, college was never really on my radar because I really yeah. wanted to focus myself on my business. But my yeah. parents and a couple other people really wanted me to go to college. so. And I didn't take it that seriously. And I wish I would have because I would have went somewhere differently. (laughs) (laughs) It gave you you a college degree. And that's one of the things in America. It opened some doors. So that's... Yeah, I mean, it it, it didn't end up working out. I survived the whole experience. But um, But if it coached you along, you might have (laughs) focused on a different school. Yeah, so... um, My advice to you all out there, if you do, um, take the college search more seriously and probably apply to more than one school. But um, the college I went to was super accepting of homeschoolers. And so they had, I think, like half the kids that were homeschooled. (laughs) And so they were used to seeing transcripts and my um, SAT scores were really good. So, yeah. And so and really for you, because you were doing so much of your own stuff, the SAT scores probably helped you with some scholarships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a it's it's for some schools and some students, SATs will open doors and sometimes it's not important. It's all different for everyone. So you developed the transcript just the best you needed. You didn't need to go knock yourself out because you were going to go to a college that was comfortable with homeschoolers already. You weren't having to break down any like biases mm-hmm. against you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think and like looking back to that, I think that that's one of the reasons maybe why I didn't pursue other schools. Like I'm a total perfectionist and I don't like failing. And so maybe I'm like, well, I don't want to be battling with all these different schools with accepting my transcript. But looking back, I really wish I would have like take the leap. Well, I, yeah. And it's a good piece of advice. I, I think one of the best ways we homeschool moms learn is from homeschool graduates who say, hey, this worked and this one, you know, could have worked better. So it's a good piece of advice from Samantha. So how did you get through college? You graduated early and debt-free. So tell us that story. So I graduated college in two and a half years. I went in with only 12 credits. Um, my goal and the reason, the primary reason I did graduate so early was because um, I really wanted to graduate debt-free. And I would not have been able to do that if I would have went four years at the school I was in. Mm-hmm. It was a private Christian school. It was super expensive. So um, the two and a half years worked out really well. And so I was taking 17 to 24 credits at the time. Um, for two semesters, I was enrolled in two colleges. So I was taking 18 credits at my main college and six at a community college online. And so the online classes are super easy. I was kind of like homeschooling. It offered a lot of flexibility. And I was able to finish six hours of classroom work in two to three hours. And that was the norm. Like, that's not unusual. Because, um, and then I ended up not even taking the finals for those classes because my grade was so high. And they just transferred in as, they just transferred in as credit instead of my grade. And so I'm like, I'm not taking this. I'll take my seat passing. You know what, that that is a really good point is there is a game to play with colleges. And sometimes if you're going to have a struggle course or just a course that doesn't matter to your major, if you take it at the local community college, for a lot of schools that will transfer in with no grade, it's just a credit. So you just kind of knock it out. Um, but good little little insider tip. Not not all schools do that, but the ones that do it is it is very convenient for those courses. Samantha, how did you manage the the workload though? Because you had in your 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 Christian college, you had a, a high academic load, and then you're doing these on the side, and you're an entrepreneur. Like, did you just sit in your dorm room and do schoolwork all day long, or what did that look like? Um, I think one of the things I loved most about college was my professors. They were very caring and understanding. Um, I was, I often worked while I was in class. Um, Uh I'm all, I'm really good at multitasking anyway. I've always have like a TV show or a movie playing in the background as I'm working. And so when I Uh sat in class, it was just kind of like, I was just listening to the professor teaching, taking notes if needed, but often I was working on either my blog or graphic designing for somebody else. Um, and then my professors, there was a couple times when I needed flexibility with due dates. And as long as I told my professors well ahead of time, they were often really willing to work with me. If it was like an hour before, they're like, okay, you procrastinated. No. But <laughs> if you tell them a couple weeks ahead saying, hey, you know, I have XYZ coming up. Can you extend the deadline? Can you give me a, can you work with me somehow? A lot of professors will be okay with that. And, you know, that's one of the benefits of going to a smaller school. Yeah. is that you generally have really invested professors like they want you to become who God made you to be. Mm-hmm. And so they're investing in more than teaching a subject. They're actually investing in their students. That's something I appreciate. So, so you started entrepreneurship as a young person, but you were putting yourself through college, doing your, your blogging and graphic design and, and also 
give us a little taste. We're going to do another episode and talk about entrepreneurship. Kind of give us a little taste of what what kind of things you were doing to earn money in college. So um, it started off with the Kid Blogger Network group, and I had um, a lady was working looking for somebody to manage her Pinterest account, and I'm like, hey, I'm really good at Pinterest, <laughs> and um, I still look back. I'm like, why did you hire a 15 year old to help the internet? But she actually happened to be less than 10 miles away from her. What are the chances of that happening? Yeah. Um, so I think that that might have been why she hired me. But since then, I'm still working for her. She's the only social media client I still do. But I love working with her. Um, and then from there, what other people were wanting people to manage social media, I'm like, she was recommending me. And then that's how I started to get those first few clients. And then I started mm-hmm. creating content for other bloggers and... That is what paid for a lot of my school as I was building up my business in terms of like my resources for learning color. And so those uh-huh. didn't come, um, products did not come until I was a freshman in college. And then that's kind of where that's gone. It was, that started to gain momentum and pay all my bills now. <laughs> that is that is really cool. So, well, that's a good segue. So Samantha, would you tell everybody about learning color and how to find you and anywhere you would like to invite them to connect with you on social. So go for it. Um, yeah. So my resources are at learnincolor.com. I have a variety of cheat sheet resources, which were created by myself um, back in elementary school. So they're for grades four through eight. And they're perfect for when you um, need a quick reminder about what an adverb is or a certain trigonometry formula. Yeah, yeah. And then I have a variety of book and movie guides for history. And those are to bring history alive through books and movies. And those not only teach history, but character building and life lessons. So you can find all of those on learnincolor.com. And do you have Facebook that you'd like folks to connect with you? And of course, your Pinterest thing. Yeah, so I'm most active on Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram at Learn in Color. So you can follow me on there. Very good. Those are perfect. All right. So Samantha, can I get you to come back for another episode and let's talk about entrepreneurship? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. So this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. And we will be back with Samantha soon.